Yep, that's right. It is time. It is 34 minutes past the hour worldwide on your radio dials today. Well, your internet radio dials on your phone or whatever mobile device you may be listening on today. And I uh, hope you're having a phenomenal Friday as we are. And it's time to check in at the end of the week. We always do it. We've been doing it since the, the beginning of the morning machine is to check in in agriculture check in down on the farm with farmer wayne it is farmer fridays presented by swanson family farm farmer wayne good morning good morning good morning happy uh pre-father's day yep. to everybody absolutely happy juneteenth yes happy juneteenth let's let's not let's not take that away either so we got a we got a double dose this weekend we got juneteenth and you got father's day juneteenth and happy father's and day father's to you day. as well thank you man thank you man i'm excited about it one of the things um, <clears throat> I want to talk about, and it lines right up with Juneteenth, what Juneteenth actually meant, and it lines up with, you know, Father's Day, um, is are you really prepared? Are you prepared? Mm. And as a father, as somebody, if you're a father, you're probably leading a household. And I know that that definition has uh, changed over time, but in my mind of the father is the person that keeps the energy of the household also keeps the security of the household and make sure that everybody else feels secure. And in the days and time of Instagram, where I'm seeing more people uh, who are more interested in the fluff than ever before. I want to know, are you prepared? If, if everybody's always talking about the system, the government going bad and systems going and inflation going, are you really ready? Can you make it a week without a grocery store? Just a week. After you got rid of all the canned goods in your house and the oodles and noodles, what, what you going to do? What's your plan? Have you thought about uh, a small garden? Just something to get a little bit, get you through. Have you thought about the seasons? What you going to do in the wintertime? If everything goes wrong, what are you going to do if, if we have another snowpocalypse and you out of food and you saw what just happened during COVID? And if that didn't move you to decide to make some changes in just indoors, you can grow a couple of garlic plants. Then you can get more garlic plants off of the ones you grew. You're going to use the seeds from the seed. But I don't know that we've been impacted enough as a people to take our supply seriousness and I'll give you an example I'm having a meeting with a bunch of guys who are you know they're pro-black pro-diaspora mm -hmm. so I asked them I said well how are y'all funded and they said oh we got a grant from the USDA I said oh okay I said so how were you funded before that oh we, we got a grant from this government agency and that government agency so I asked them I said well how do y'all know y'all can make it on your own I said, because we're talking about being free for Juneteenth from slavery. Sometimes freedom in 2022 might be a 1998 pickup truck. Mm. Yep, true. It's not going to be shiny. And if you think everybody, lo everybody loves talking about Geechee, they love talking about the Maroons. If you think that the Maroons in a swamp or the Maroons up in some mountain somewhere had all the best equipment, they didn't. They lived free. And they made sure that their freedom was passed on to their children. But that first generation, that second generation, didn't 
didn't have all of the all the com- comforts that we have now. So, well, how are you preparing? And I don't want to hear about crypto. I'm talking about real life, tangible preparing. Because if the grid goes down, how are you going to check your crypto account? That's true. That's facts. But if the grid goes down and I planted, I'm pretty good at tomatoes and I got some tomatoes. My neighbor down the street is good at lettuce. I got another neighbor who's good at raising uh, grapes. We can all do some bartering and some trading. I hope that it never comes to that. But as a father, as a leader in the community and a leader in my household, I got to make sure we prepared. And I don't think we take that seriously enough. And all of y'all who talk about the man, the man, the man, the government, the government, the government, take a week from going to that government's uh, grocery stores. All of them getting subsidized. See what you could do without traveling on the freeway. Take all back roads. Go through these neighborhoods. See the people. Most of us talk. There are few of us that do. Y'all do. Y'all on the radio station, you created one. Most people are talking. So I'm here to tell you, if you got a window, wherever you live, you got sunlight coming through that window, put some dirt in a pot and plant up seed. It may not work. That's farming. There's no perfection in farming. Data sets change every day. Problems arise that are different than the problems from yesterday. So don't let a failure make you think that you failed. You just learned something. Now you can improve on what you just learned. But if you don't start, you'll never be prepared. There's not enough. It's like having kids. There's not enough training, hanging around other people, sitting with your grandma or your big mom and them. There's not enough training you can get until you have that child. That's true. Very much. There's not enough disaster preparedness that can get you ready for not having clean water for 10 days. What's your plan? You can't go to the store and buy it all. And at some point, just human nature and history tells us at some point we're going to be without these services for at least some point in our lifetime. We're going to be without these services for at least two, three weeks. People are going through it in America right now with the natural disasters and fires and floods. At some point, the people under the sound of my voice are going to be impacted. Yeah. What are you doing to prepare? Some of y'all are living around some of the best soil in the, in the world. You don't have a single thing planted because we're spoiled. We got a little bit of money in our pocket. Some folks have told us a thing or two. We sound good. We look good. I'm posting things on Instagram. I'm happy. <clears throat> but if something happened right now, what they say the average American doesn't have $2,000 saved. Mm. So if inflation is rising and prices are rising, if you don't have money saved, how you going to eat? Some people are already bailing out of whole jobs because they can't afford to drive to them. So I'm asking you to prepare. And prepare is sometimes you have to do some things. Study, but do. Get a plant. Start raising them. Start understanding what's going on around you. Meet your neighbors. Find out what they're good at so that you can get back to building community. You might have a problem. A neighbor can solve, but since we don't talk to our neighbors anymore, you don't, you're paying somebody to come in. You could have a neighbor that's an electrician. You just need something to fix your ceiling fan. You're going to pay somebody a thousand dollars to come do it. You could have talked to your neighbor and traded some of them tomatoes you grew for those services. Sheesh. Right. 
it's a different it's a different era now where you know you, I don't even know it's if it's going to ever get back to that because remember your when you grew up your parents more so your grandparents knew everybody on the block knew I grew knew, up like that knew I'm, I'm it, 49 but that's how my block was we knew everybody we knew everybody my late grandmother Bernice Green knew everybody on that block knew knew that uh, knew that uh Mr. Kil- Mr. Kilby across the street was the guy that could turn on the water plug yep knew that Mr. Gordon across the street was the guy that's going to do our lawn every week knew that uh uh down down the street in uh 1814 you, 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 if if you know you know Philly Philly you know uh everybody who grew up in the area you know that the block is really tight knit and close everybody there's a neighborhood uh, every neighborhood is you know in that time period and I got to say that in that time period was really tight and close knit more than what it is way more than what it is now to where you knew what they did you knew all of their information without social media or the and, internet you knew what they that, did because you had a conversation and that that takes us to the importance of what freedom meant to our people so what freedom meant to our people even in philadelphia which was quote unquote a free town the, the, the legacy of enslavement meant that when we got on those ships no matter what language we spoke no matter what culture we spoke, the reason that if you talk to black people, the reason that we are so fast to adopt family is because it was a survival mechanism for us being in that ship. We used to call each other shipmates. Mm-hmm. We got off that ship. We realized upon getting here, this is different. This is not slavery as we practice it in Africa. This is chattel. So now I understand that that is the, their team. This is my team. So whatever we had going on in the continent where we were just human beings mm-hmm. with different cultures, we were allowed to do that. We are now black. And we need to stick together. So that's why we all, to a person, have cousins, aunts, uncles that are not blood relation to us, but are blood. Yeah. Because it meant survival. Mm-hmm. And as they tried to convince us that we didn't need to be black, we didn't need to be African-American, they took that culture from us and we bought into it. So we became self-destructive. Like if you look at Chicago in the 20s, when the Italians first got out and they went through the same thing where they, they were all dropping the O and the vowel off their last name so that they could become what was here. They almost destroyed themselves. And I can remember as a kid, uh, one of the guys I went to high school with, his last name was Camp. Um, they put their vow back on their name, and it was a big deal in their family. Put the O back on their name. And they refound that value in their cultural identity. We need to be okay with the cultural identity of just being black. It doesn't mean the same thing everywhere because we had to survive, improvise, and adapt. We are jazz. That's why we create music. We just do these things. And we got to a place where we decided it was more important for us to assimilate, thinking that was how we were going to survive. It's not. 
you lose your cultural identity and then they just pick you off, which they're doing right now. Everybody hollering, talking about, oh, we need guns, we need guns, we need guns. They're giving us the guns because we right now we're in a position where we're just killing ourselves. And people can't seem to see that 18 to 21-year-olds in any generation, in any era, don't need to have a bunch of weapons unless they are under the guidance of senior leadership, which is usually a military. Yep, facts. There's a reason why in the 60s and 70s they took their heads out of all of our criminal organizations. They never did that to the mafia. And the mafia kids all became doctors, lawyers, and then they made... Same thing with the Irish and the Jewish people, all the gangsters, all their kids become, one of them even became president. Leadership is important. That's preparation. That's fathers. When you take the fathers out of the picture, uh, everything else goes haywire. And I'm going to leave you all with this. There's a study in Kruger National Park where Kruger National Park thought they were doing a favor by removing all the bull elephants out of the park. The bull elephants were big. They were knocking down trees. They were causing problems. And they took all the bull elephants out of the park. Within two years, all of the unmanaged, unled teenage bull elephants had created so much of a problem for the park, you couldn't go in the park anymore. Now, we're talking about stuff that a park that's the size of Philadelphia, Mm. size of a major city. Because these bull elephants had nobody to check them. And what they did is I think they went to Mozambique, captured some more elephants, bought them in, and within weeks, the balance was reset because they bought in elders. They bought in big bull elephants who set the tone for the young ones. And as fathers, that's our job, to set the tone. And right now, the tone is we need to be prepared. A few years ago, I would have been like, yeah, we need more guns. Um, but now I'm seeing that was uh, that was wrong. <laughs> We're putting guns in hands of people that don't have any leadership. Right. So there's no there's no moral. There's no no one's prepared them. We're talking about preparation. No one's prepared these young men. So what did I hear somebody say one time? War is young men fighting and old men negotiating. There ain't nobody negotiating. It's just all fights. Mm. Mm, that's so true. Oh my goodness, that that is nail on the head right there. I you really don't see any negotiation. You just go straight to the fight. It's straight to the fight. No more negotiation. No there de- was a no time. No de-escalation. Just fight it out. But there was people that could come and be like, "Hey, man, um, this is about to happen. Let's go stop this from happening." Or we saw something happening. You can't you can't call these young boys off no more. Because there has been generations of zero leadership. They just, they them young elephants in Kruger National Park. Right. And unfortunately, since they've taken most of the older soldiers and locked them all away, the only way you could check a bull elephant is probably rolling him over. And ain't nobody willing to roll these young boys over. Everybody that was willing and capable was probably locked up. Mm. And that's by design. Destruction from within. So be prepared. Mm. Mm. And understand the game that's being played. Grow some food. You're going to need it. Mm. Learn how to build soil. You ain't going to be able to buy it from Home Depot. A time is coming. They're going to need all that soil to grow food because we are depleting our topsoil 
at a rate unseen since the Dust Bowl of the 1930s. Hmm. Learn these practices. Well, than that, man, that's it. Prepare. Be prepared. Be prepared. Be prepared. Man, if that doesn't hit differently, I don't know what else will at this point. Like, wow. Um, yeah, preparation is everything. Proper preparation. You got to have it. It's everything, man. The, Absolutely. The, the plan comes before the action. And too often, I'm seeing this in my consulting business, people are just buying land. No, the plan comes first. Then you buy land. And because we have not been properly prepared, somebody falls into some money and they just do something because they think it's the hot thing to do. Right. Less is more. Slow down. Buy a smaller piece of land so you can do get all the equipment and all the things you need to get up to speed and get up to running. Get running sooner. You buy 100 acres and you ne- you've never planted a garden at your house and you don't have connections in that space. And you trying to you bought it with somebody else's money. You got to make a note on it. That's ridiculous. Absolutely. I don't want to dissuade anybody from doing it, but buy something smaller, and then learn. And then if that becomes flip it, sell it to somebody else, and you buy something bigger. Right. And people no longer want to do that. It's the instant gratification. Yep. And yeah. then it's a lot of failure when you shouldn't have. So my wife and I have. So many people are buying land. We decided we're going to wait till 2024, 2025, and we're going to buy our, our dream place. It's probably going to be a foreclosure. Just thinking about that, like, you buy, you're going to buy your dream house, but by then it'll be in it'll No, be no a not a house. Farm. I'm in my oh. dream house. I got that. Oh. We built this thing out. Oh, dream farm. Okay. to how we want it. So there's somebody out there that uh, I, I saw one the other day. The only thing that was missing was a big pond. It was 600 acres, Sheesh. a barn dominium, three quarters of the way finished. All the cow attributes and everything, um, appointments that you needed, all the stuff I ever wanted is on there. It didn't have a palm. And it was bargain basement price. Mm. Didn't have, had it had a pond, I would have, I'd have grabbed it. Mm. Because I'm getting exactly what I want. But this, what I could tell was something happened. Because they, the building's half done, and he put in a lot of money on super 100 acres of infrastructure when he really should have just started with 20. He would have had the money to finish his house. Mm. But he wanted to go grand, and the interest rate changes. Yeah. So now interest rates are up. So now your house note went from 2500 bucks a month to 4700 bucks a month because you have one of them adjustable rate loans and you know plan 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 less is more that's why our our folks generally didn't have um as we got later because they split the land up in their family didn't have 300 acres they was producing food on 10 raising families on 30 raising families on a side lot that's not being used in town in philly and we got to get back to that. So we got to prepare. And some of the preparation is just reading and studying first. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's what we got to do, man. Look, listen, that, that that should hit differently, people. Everybody listening, that should really hit differently this morning, that preparation. 
Um, you know, we've talked, we, we talk about preparation a lot here on the show, but, uh, this right here, you know, coming from the agriculture side of it, meaning, you know, you can't just look, you can't just buy it off. You can't just buy everything off. You know, you're going to have no, to you, cultivate something. You, you definitely can't buy off mother nature, right? You got to cultivate something naturally, at least, you know, let, let's do that. You know, and uh, wow, yeah, because that time is coming. You know, it's already it's already tough enough with this gas situation. You don't have yeah. enough electric electronic, uh, you know, charging stations for these kind of cars. Let alone, there's not enough of these, you know, different kind of energy source related cars out here. Yeah, so you're still having to rely on gas. Yeah, and uh, in my neighborhood, this. On my street, I have seen since the last four or five months, three or four Teslas pop up. So people are putting in the, uh, but it's expensive. You got to have, you got to have some coins in your pocket, yeah. which means you had to have a plan to begin with. And it's not the haves and the have nots. It's the planners and the folks who refuse to plan. Bad people have stuff not because they're bad and do evil things. It's because they follow a plan and see it through. You're right. You often wonder, but how did God allow that? Because God gave everybody the same ability to write a list and check it off. It's that simple. Even do you if, write stuff down. Yeah. Do you complete the task? Do you check it off? Even if they evil people do that. Even if they got it the wrong way, they still had a plan of how the, how they got it. It doesn't. It, there is no right or wrong. No, way. there's no right or wrong way. No, what I'm it's saying is like you know, um, like n- no matter no matter how you got it, it's still a plan. It's a plan. Yep. There Whether had to be a plan of action. Truckloads of illegal drugs. You had a plan. Right. That's what I'm saying. Or you were on Wall Street. There was a. Plan. There was a plan. <laughs> right. But if you have not, if you have not. I would ask you if I came to your house, show me something. You, show me what you wrote down. And chances are you can't show me a thing. You don't have something um, because you're blessed. You have something because you were planning. The day we, the day the universe, God breathed breath in our lungs, we were blessed beyond measure. What we decide to do with those lungs and that breath is what makes the difference. Yes. We won the race. We came out fighting what? 10,000, 11,000 brothers and sisters to to get to an egg. <laughs> you won already. There it is. And uh where can they find you, follow you and connect? And buy Swanson Family Farm LLC.com. Swanson Family Farm LLC.com. And we, uh, I think my son's going to start putting all the articles and stuff on the website so people can see it when they get there. Nice. Nice. And you, you know, we always like to see Farmer Wayne out there. I'll tell you, the first time I, I actually I, I seen you on that TV screen, I was uh, here. I am, <coughs> excuse me, um, here, <laughs> here I am looking, looking at the, the, uh, family to family. And here's Farmer Wayne. I'm like, oh, that's Farmer Wayne. <laughs> that's our guy right there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, Moving a lot more quietly as I get yeah. mature 
and understand how things work. Like you ain't, you're not gonna hear me talk bad about nobody. You're not gonna hear me brag about something. Um, success is humbling, man, because it, it could go away tomorrow. I'm, I'm, I'm having a moment. I agree, but I understand it's a moment. Yeah, a lot of people don't understand I'm that. this thing out as much as I can, but I understand it's a moment. Can't do it forever. It's so funny you say that because a lot of people don't still don't understand that to this day, and that's why in, in, in when the pandemic started and people were panicking and losing money, and you had to basically if your your business didn't survive the pandemic, and you're an entrepreneur, you didn't have that plan, right? Mm-hmm. You see, this is where you've seen people take themselves out because they didn't plan for this. They they were in the moment so much that they lived a certain lifestyle, and then that lifestyle came back to bite them because they were not prepared to live through and survive a pandemic. Well, you know what's crazy? Those people that took themselves out, and I'm not a, I don't know what you call the people that, speak to that but I just know that the more I failed the more I took on things the less failure bothered me and the less that I thought failure was an end all be all mm-hmm. if you are not failing you're not trying yeah if you are you, if you're content at your warehouse job or you're content at your executive suite your skills may have gotten you there but there's so much more if you plan, if you go after, and if you're comfortable with that, be comfortable with that. I'm not. I'm on fail. I, I didn't did something today. I never thought I'd do. I built a worm bin. Never. I always wanted to do it since I was a kid. I have a little worm farm, but mm-hmm. never had never time or energy. I did it today. If it fails, guess what? I'm gonna learn a little something. I'm gonna go ahead and do it again tomorrow. Absolutely. And that's the basis of it, you know. Continue to try. You know, you know, that's that's part of that getting that uh, those hours of mastery in because you learn something new and then you try it again. It works out better. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, man, happy Father's Day. Love you all, man. Appreciate you. And I look forward to next week. Love, King. Thank you so much. Take care. And we'll 